Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts, and uh, clearly, I am recording in my office of my new space that I just moved to about a month ago, and I'm here with Penelope, so you might hear some Penelope in the background. She's home from daycare because her and Ruby have a cold. Kate has a cold. I do not have a cold. It's normally how it rolls in our house. The three girls get a cold, and I do not have a cold. So anyway, that is what is happening at this moment in time. And she will be here making noise and moving around. So um, I needed to do it this morning. I said, you want to come to the office? And she did. All right. But today we are going to talk about um, with two kids, like how life has changed a bit having two children now at home and what that's been like for me in this process of fatherhood and business owner. I realized I have a calendar. I'm watching this happen. I have a calendar that is mark erasable on the back of my office door. And Penelope's just erasing the days. So it's good to know for future. Anyway, the um, what that's been like. It has, I talked about when coming back with my first podcast about where I've been for the past five months and what that's that's like. And it's been really hard. But one thing that's cool is that little every day little by little things are getting a little bit better and so i changed my diet recently about a month ago um, working with these women that's outside of missouri to help me with low inflammatory diet it's pretty obvious but it helped for me it's very helpful to have someone to have accountability with when it comes to these things and that's been great so i've been much cleaner uh i it's crazy i stepped on the scale the other day i, I don't weigh myself that often um but during all the doctor visits, everything, I was start, I happened to be on the scale a lot more. And I weighed up, like, the most I've ever weighed was 217. And this is in pounds, for those of you international. And that's what I was weighing on the scale was 217, 216. That was the most I've ever weighed in my life. And also muscular-wise, like, I was improving. My muscles were getting bigger, et cetera. But a lot of it was just the diet that I was eating wasn't the most sustainable over time. And now... I weighed something the other day, I was 201. And I was like, holy smokes. And we're talking like in a month, right? I know a lot of it is coming off of when I was on the steroids for the skin, et cetera, because that always made me puffy anyway. And just I'm losing this inflammation and doing a low inflammatory diet. It's pretty much protein, vegetables, and um, and these crackers. I can have 16 of these crackers, like Mary's, crack, Mary's Gone's crackers, and then two servings of fruit a day. So if you think about that for myself, that, and I feel way better, I have, you know, I'm sleeping basically the same that I was previously, but I'm not as tired. I don't wake up like I need an hour to get going. Um, I feel pretty good when I get out of bed. It's just everything changed. So when I start integrating food back into my system, I'm going to really pay attention to what is the food that, Penelope, stay inside the office, please. What is the food that makes me feel bad and start really paying attention to that? So I'm getting to a point of, um, as they do in research projects, it's looking at it from a perspective of like, what's the baseline, right? I guess you could say. So if I'm operating a baseline now, then what happens when I integrate certain foods back in? So if I integrate dairy and sometimes, you know, I go out to eat, so they're in, they have more fat or something like this in the food. Cause you don't exactly know what they're cooking with. Um, and then there might be some cheese that was left over on a salad, even though I said no cheese. And so I kind of scrape it off. I don't get too crazy about it. So it's like the process of 
just rolling with the punches that comes there. But I do know the what's been happening right now. And my from my skin perspective, things are getting better. It's just slow. And uh, we're turning into winter here, so it's definitely more dry now. And I'm just making sure that I, I bought this really kind of good lotion that I like. That's been good for my body moisturizer from this woman, Anne Marie Skincare. Uh, who I actually met in Mexico at Jess Ortner's wedding. So I bought it from her. She has a body lotion that's pretty healthy. Anyway, the oh, it's a journey, man. It's a journey. Man or woman or person listening, I guess is the correct term would be for to take care of everyone. Humans, right? And um, so talk about two kids. So I put three little things down here to riff on. Um, number one is the business direction is far more important. Number two is discovering who I am even more. I just did a podcast yesterday with, uh, Juliana Morris, Dr. Juliana Morris, who's a sex therapist. Um, but she, what she really helps people and she's been helping people with a lot is men's vulnerabilities that they experience. It's like 70, 60, 70% of her clientele is about men. And so she's interviewing, she's doing a podcast interview for her, for her customers about, uh, men pretty much and good men so she's like there's a lot of negativity about men right now so what i wanted to do is shine the light on the good men that exist and the people that i know in my life so number two is discovering who i am even more so i'll build off that i'll have another podcast on that that's going to be coming in a few episodes uh, about manhood and the questions she asked me were phenomenal on this episode that nobody's ever asked and i wanted to just reshare it because I did in on the spot in the moment. And now it's like having some time to think about her questions. I think it would be an interesting, different perspective for me. Uh, and then communication, having two kids is so vitally important. So let's start with business direction and business direction and why. So when Kate and I started our business and I'm coming up on my 10 years of running a business and that'll be in January of 2009. It was the end of January is when I started my, the first business with USANA and uh, our network marketing company that we still have. And we have blossomed from there. That was like, I always treated that as a starter business and that's going to start to get us to what is coming next. And so all that stuff is always in flow and development and we'll see what ends up coming down the pipeline with it with our, so we have different, right? Like online business versus USANA is our one arm of our network marketing business. So we look at it. So anyway, that's another conversation, but it, it was 10 years ago I started this. And I think back to myself when I was there 10 years ago, it's like incredible how much has changed and how much dependent I've become on who I am right? It's crazy. And so that goes to point number two, but number one, sticking with that to close it out. It's the, when Kate and I started working together and when I was by myself working, it was very easy to just throw things together, try different things, come out with different ideas. When it's when you're solo, right? Or there's two people on your team, it's very easy to change directions quickly. Now, if you have a, a landscaping business, not so much, but in the business that I was a part of, it is, I mean, the landscaping business, it's honing in on who your specialties are, right? So, and focusing on that direction. And for us in our online space, like our business, it is uh, has been about the aspect of, um, is clearing up what that direction is. So business has changed for Kate and I because it was the two of us and we were working everything together and we were really focused on katenorthrop.com because she had a bigger list when her and I got together and we've blossomed from there and then it started saying like okay 
where's this actually direction going? And then about a few years ago, we were like this for me, I was like, this is not fulfilling so much anymore. Like I have to start looking at doing something else for myself on my own, taking this a different direction that I haven't taken it yet, but really doing something that fills my bucket, which is one reason that I started this podcast a couple of years ago. And so focused on that. And then it's blossomed even more because now we have employees, right? No, we have people that are working more full time for us. We have part time contractors there. Overall, there's about 10 to 11 to 12 people, you know, with part time and full time. And so in our company, so it's looking at it from that perspective of like, oh, now there's more responsibility for us. We have to be more, much more clear with this. And we'll share more on this in the future about a, a product launch that we just did. Penelope, uh, one second, people. OK, so it has been this aspect of. We just got this just happened over the past couple of weeks where Kate and I were like, what are we doing? What is the future of the direction that we're actually taking this company and where are we going with it? And so where and then we worked with Alicia, our president, on this same concept as well. It's like, what is the future of KateNorthherb.com and what do you want to share? Right. Because we've been in the past couple of years, we've been able to come up with ideas. And so it's like, when do the ideas hit the market? And what is our evaluation process with our ideas that are hitting the market? And then how do we determine whether or not we move forward with those? Right. So these are self-reflection questions that we're asking our own business because uh, it, it makes more sense to have a consistent process. Right. I was sharing this with my buddy. His name's Steve. His wife is named Sarah. They uh, Sarah runs. She's starting an event company. She's been doing things in the main area to bring leadership and people together and community and yoga events and et cetera. So she's been doing all this. Now she's creating like a women's circle group called, well, I'm not going to say, you know, give more details because I haven't actually asked her about if I could share it. So what Steve and I were talking about, and he's a, uh, a dentist of, but he specializes. So I'll just, we'll just leave it very blank as a dentist. And he, um, we were talking about this at Penelope's birthday party regarding online business and kind of what we've been through and then kind of what his wife has been going through, et cetera, since she started hers a couple of years ago. And I said, look, man, like it just takes time. You know, it's like, look how long you went to school for and how much money you spent to be specialized in what your practice is. And he's very specialized. And he he was like, yeah, he's like, and I said, what happens with the online business world is that, and that's what we've dabbled into as well. And I said, this is what your wife's going through to a certain degree as well. It's like, think about your specialty, right? You specialty in like, let's just say it's orthodontics, orthodontics. I think that's how you pronounce it. You get braces. And then all of a sudden next month you decide, I'm only going to see uh, uh, senior citizens. And next month you decide I'm going to focus on kids. And then next month you decide I'm going to be an endodontist. The next month you decide I'm just going to have a general family practice. And you see like this would not be sustainable long-term from a, from a dentist practice. And that's what happens a lot with the online business world is that we jump around, we see the next shiny object, we jump on the next marketing and advertising platform. And we just, we start diving in, diving in, diving in, diving in. Right. And so this is not the sustainable way to build a successful business. Right. And it's and what happens. And that's what we've done as well. Like we've jumped to different things, things that we're excited about, things that we were interested in. We've just jumped around to different types of programs sometimes that we've put together. And now the direction for what we're realizing is this can no longer exist. Kate and I started our business together officially in August of 2013. So it's we're coming up. It just surpassed five years together. And 
Yes, Penelope. Yeah, I'll tell the people you got some money. She took the coins out of my desk, and so now she's got some money. She wanted me to let you guys know. She said, can you tell the people I got the money? Yep, I told the people. So anyway, so for us has been about streamlining that process. And I think after having two kids, it kind of it, it helps with that as well, because on a family front, it, it forces you to get to get clear. Like, who are we? You don't have a lot, we don't have a lot of time right between nap times and daycare and pickups and na- and bedtimes like the bed at the ages we're at Penelope's three and Ruby's five months at this point it's we have to streamline our adventures we have to streamline what we're doing we're not able to travel the way that we used to right so it's it's getting focused on what our directions are and that's a choice we're making not saying it's not possible people travel with kids all the time but we are deciding to stay at home so it's focusing on what is the streamline for us. And so from a business perspective. All right. So number two is discovering. Actually, I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to say number three now. Communication is no, we'll stick it. Number two is discovering who I am even more. So I've been on this self-fulfilling. My first website I ever created was whoismikewatts.com. It no longer exists. But like my first website was whoismikewatts at gmail.com. That doesn't exist anymore either. My YouTube page was the same way. Like I've started like four or five different things. It would have been much easier if I just started back in the day with like Mike Watts. I mean, hello. Um, but it, it's it, what's funny is I've always been on this self-discovery of to learn more about who I am. And the truth is during fatherhood, being a husband during marriage, during business ownership, like that's all I've searched for. Like that's all I've been on this journey for is discover, not necessarily it's about, yes, making money and all that stuff is fancy and fun, but it's been about for me, who am I? Like who have I become? How will I continually grow and evolve as we move to the future? And in the five months since Ruby was born, that has basically forced me to do that on a hyperspeed level, let's just say. And the discoveries I've made in five months is insane, right? And so it's it's got me back on this podcast journey. My creative ideas and outlets are just exploding. I'm getting much more clear on the direction of where I want to, what how I want to bring things to the world. But on much more slower platform, I'm not stressing out about it. How I dealt with stress, you know, to evolve from our company from zero dollars when Katie and I started working together, or you know, it wasn't exactly zero, but let's say it was fifty thousand, sixty thousand. Um, but for the sake of, we started a new business that had zero income into over last year was over a million and we're on pace to be over a million again this year. And so this year wasn't a huge growth year is around getting all the bugs and the weeds out. So the person I started five years ago when Katie and I started working together is not the person that, that got us to, that helped the company get to a million. And it's not going to be the company. It's not going to be the person that helps us grow in the future, whether that becomes 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, 50 million, 100 million, you know, or like what Gary V is doing right now. I mean, I just, I, I've talked about him previously, but like he has, a, I saw a thing on him, $200 million the other day right or expanding from there the person he started at wine library back in the day is not the same person that's running a 200 million dollar company because my role has involved evolved greatly in running our company so it forces me as well to to figure out more who i am and i I would say with the kids they force us to change right and if we don't is when the anger sets in resentment um hostility towards children like all of these things like Children are, I mean, this is totally Mike Watts's 
parenting view, right? It's like these children are a reflection of us in a way, but then they're also their own beings. And so kids aren't here to learn from me. I have nothing to teach them, right? Like some ways, yes, like how to tie your shoes, et cetera. But like for the journey that I've been on with these two children, it's for me, uh, it's what I'm supposed to learn from them. And I feel like that's kids are here to teach us life weaknesses, strategies um, for the rest of our lives. I remember I heard a conversation with a father of four children one day, and he just said, they was talking about his relationship with his kids and all this stuff. And he's like, I have the greatest relationship with my kids. And people are like, well, how do you manage that? Because a lot of people lose disconnect with their kids as they get older. And he said, well, they're all they're my greatest teachers. And I've never I've never forgot that. And I, it's it's for me has been uh, or for this this guy, he said, it's it's not my job to teach my children. It's it's my job to listen to my children. And I was like, that is fascinating. You know, it's like because you don't hear about all that stuff a lot. And so for me, that's been it for me. It's like to listen to what and Ruby it's like Ruby scares the crap out of me because not only it's so funny, I've never told you about this, but not only because of what happened when she was born and my skin broke out like crazy, but and so the journey I've been on with that, but like even today and yesterday and how we operate together, she'll just stare at me. We'll be in the house and she as I, she follows me around and she just stares me down and she just stares at me. And I'd be like, she's looking through my soul, is finding all the the weaknesses, and then is like p- pinning them with a pin. And she's like, you're going to deal with this. You're going to deal with this. You're going to deal with this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this girl, you know, this little baby of the amount of influence. And I feel I'm so grateful for her, right? And I'm so grateful for Penelope as well, who's running around the office. And, and I'm so, like, I'm so happy to have these little beings running around. It brings so much joy. Um, to my life as well as heartache right and as well as hard times but it has been this piece of discovering who i am even more and it's my responsibility to say as our business evolves how am i evolving as our business grows how am i growing what am i doing to make the change that's necessary for this relationship to take place and and for myself because our business has changed over the years and it was really hard for me to voice what I needed to like Kate. And that goes into point number three about communication. But for the business evolution, it's not rushing into these things. It's doing things on a way that feels good when the time is right. And we never know when the time is right. And usually we have to jump before the time is perfect, which I know that. But I also know what I've done in the past is rush into things and not really think them out and and what the thought process will be exactly what's going to happen. And now I'm redoing that. Now I'm doing it differently. Now I want to change it. So that's what's happening with um, discovering who I am. Then the last part is about the communication piece. The It's so vitally important. And the way we communicate between Kate and myself and our marriage has to be on point. We have to have that down because if we don't, our children will run over us. You know, And for us, we do have that. It continually evolves all the time. It gets stronger. It gets better. Penelope, please stay here. Shut the door. Please stay here. Thank you. And so for that, uh, it continually grows. And for our business, we have to create those buckets. We have to create those conversations when when things take place. Our money meetings still happen every Friday. I have a money meeting with her at 10 o'clock. That's in 50 minutes. So I have to go back home in 50 minutes to have a money meeting with her. 
And then we will, that continually evolves, it continually grows. So what that looks like as well and how that feels and what, and if that changes or like there was a couple weeks where Kate was needed to change the money meeting or reschedule things or go over when it's going to be. And I was like, we can't do this. We have to honor this, this moment in time. We have to stay on point for what this money meeting is for us. So let's make sure that we're valuing this as much as we possibly can. So it's the same conversation that we're holding each other accountable during these conversations. And then even with our business, um, the evolution and the growth that takes place there between the communication between everyone, like the president, our company, they have to know their role. They have to know their voices. They have to get clear on what it is that they are evolving to and the direction they would like to go, you know, for the company. And that's our job as a leader is to roll that out and to share with people that direction to take place. Um, so that is basically, and, commu- and communication is different, right? What works for me does not always work for you. It's not going to work for like your partnership isn't necessarily going to be the same as my partnership. And so it's going to be an evolution of as we move forward in the world and, and we'll see what happens. Right. And so you have to kind of, fi- fi- no, it wasn't, th- it wasn't, fl- blah. it wasn't flunder. Uh, that's what she calls thunder. Uh, it was just somebody closing their door. And so it and for it also, Penelope. It, it's waiting, uh, in this and this yeah, I'm all, Hey, I'm almost done. Okay. So we'll go home very shortly. And so for the communication piece, it's going to, the evolution will continually change. We are human beings as we continually grow older and what works for us doesn't necessarily work for us 20 years ago. And I feel like um, that's what's happened. If you think about what's going on in the United States right now, that is, we're stuck. Is, is you think the people that are 67 year old white men in this country, Penelope, Penelope, I'll open it after I'm done, I'm almost done. And that are stuck in the way things used to be. And they think that's the way it's gonna be, right? And we need to go back there. And that's not true, right? And so if you study any scientific documents or evidence of, Bringing people together in a way, it makes everybody stronger. Okay, that's okay. Penelope, just stay in your little zone over here, okay? I'm almost done. You've been really good. You've been really good, okay? So it's from that standpoint for us is to make sure that we know what the communication structure is for in our own life and in our own business. And it's for us to get very clear on that and honor that and make sure that our team knows that, what that is, and continually grow and move forward. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I think I'm going to start reading reviews for Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. We do this on the Kate and Mike show. It's really fun. I like to see who's listening. So if uh, you listen in and would like to leave a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. Uh, you, or whatever platform that you listen on. I love that. I will only re- read the reviews on iTunes because um, that's how I know to read them. So if you want to leave one there, if you're in other countries, I finally learned out how to do the country deal. So you can just drop a review in there. It'd, it'd be fantastic. And I'd love to see who's out there listening. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, the consulting opened up. I'm filling up the bucket for October, the October, October. Uh, I, I've had a, quite a few consulting applications that have come in recently. Some of them will work together. Some of them we won't based off what their business structure is, which is great. But if it's something you need more system, systematization in your business, um, we can work structures out. I do a monthly ongoing type of a 
consulting, or we can do a one time deep dive session in Maine. And I can explain more about that in our call. I like to have a 30 minute chat just to see like, what's up with your business? What do you need help with? And how am I able to help you? So I've limited my, I used to do some other stuff for those of you who've been clients before, but I've eliminated those offerings. And that is what's happening. So you can go to mikejwatts.com to get more information on that. And under the work with me page, we'll give you some more of the business consulting stuff that's there. So I really enjoy that. And I'm looking forward to working with you. Yeah, we are going to go. I'm almost done. Do you want to say bye to everybody? Thank you guys so much for listening. Come here. You want to say bye? Here, get up by the microphone. Ready? Okay. Do you have any advice? Do you have any, do you have anything you would like to not, you don't have to leave advice, but anything you would like to say to them? What would you like to say? I like to say... I got a boogie. You like to say you got a boogie? Yeah. Great. Let's get rid of that boogie. On that note, let's boogie out of here.